Unfortunately, guys, this week we did have technical difficulties. We had recorded almost the entire stream with video for Spotify. Unfortunately, Eric's computer failed him. And we had to shoot it and get out a new one. So we got out a new computer. We started back up to finish the podcast, but found that the video had been corrupted. So we apologize. No video podcast this week, but we are still going to be here in full audio goodness. Just imagine Eric's silky, silky French hair. It'll all be better. On to the podcast. Thank you for flying mad lads. X's can be found at the front and rear of the podcast. Your pilots know nothing more than you, nor should you think they do. We are just clueless as the rest of you. Please put all tray tables and seat backs in their upright positions for takeoff. This podcast does cuss, and we fucking mean it, so we do recommend 16 and above. Please fasten all seatbelts until we have turned off the seatbelt sign. During the flight, many topics may be discussed, and many ideas may be shared. None of which should be taken as fact, or even the person's actual belief, but merely a debatable viewpoint. Thank you for flying Mad Lads, and we hope you enjoy the cast. Welcome to this week's podcast. How is everybody today? I hope you guys are all having a fantastic time today, this week, since we talked to you guys last. Let's say hi to everybody, AG. What's up? How has uh, editing been going? Um, yeah, Very painful. My wrists uh. hurt. I've been working on that Patreon post I've promised, and I'm up to 4,000 words, and I've only done part two. And there's about five, six more parts to go, so... Holy sweet baby Jesus shit. 4,000 words, what the heck? It's a big post. (laughs) All right, well, Mr. Thesaurus over there. Let's see how Click is doing. Click, are you uh, doing things with words? Um, not so much with words, but, uh, we've been training someone new at the smoke shop, so, you know, first you have to see if he's got a good head on his shoulders, and then I can, m- you know, mold him into a smoke shop employee. Because then you can learn remove how to it work. from his shoulders? Oh, oh, yeah. I got you, training. <laughs> Cleave it straight off and isekai him into another world. That's right. How about yourself, man? Hi, Dubin. Um... Mm-hmm. I'm okay. Uh, work's been crazy. We had a crazy, crazy storm about two nights ago. Um, like parts of, I'm sure that thing became a tornado. Um, we had a hail, um, 80 mile winds. It was Sheesh. crazy. Uh, li- continual lightning strikes. And like a good portion of my second largest city in Indiana uh, lost. I'm going to guess. Again, remember, nobody here knows anything. We're just guessing and shit. I'm going to say like 20, 25% of my city is, is without power still. Um, and that includes Dang. my post office. So we've been working like the old 1800s here. You By know, candlelight. Been, in yeah, it's been theory. an interesting couple days. So other than that, though, not too bad, really. Uh, Candle oh, stocks oh, rising. I bought a new chair. Hey, now that's big news. Yeah, uh, I had my DX Racer for years, so finally got a new chair um, that fits me, which is nice. Okay. Um, but yeah, other than that, yeah, that's about it. Any chair sponsors if you want to hit us up on the stream? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I will I will use your chair, but you gotta send it to me. Yes. <laughs> and and one each for my friends here. Yes, we all need new chairs too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. My chair looks like the character from Hobo Tough Life. Do, do you have an office? <laughs> do you have an office depot in your area, bro? There is an office depot. That's not terribly far from me, but I could mm -hmm. probably like Amazon or do something. Two seventy. Yeah, that's where you got that. Two seventy. Mm -hmm. uh, the chair I'm on right now, um, that's from Amazon, and it was about a hundred. Um, so it'd be about one thirty of the conversion ratio, and they're fucking comfortable. They're just uh, mm -hmm. they just smell like French people and baguettes. <laughs> <laughs> also, you see, like a little French baguette. I, I kid you not, we're surprised. I thought it was going to be like a cheap chair that you know just use for a few months and then have to buy something proper. I've been using this for about three, four years now, and it's actually really good. So, it comes That's with a foot rest and lumbar support and stuff like that, so, really nice. It's a place for I your baguette. Um, yes. So, we got well, a few things to another week, everyone. About. Yeah, welcome, everyone. I hope you guys had fun. Um, so, we got, we got some interesting shit to talk about. I have found some interesting news. News that maybe you all didn't hear out in the world because you're inundated with Amber Heard or inundated with uh, Biden or what Republicans or Democrats are doing. We don't care about that shit. You know what we care about? Stuff that you care about. So we found some stuff you guys might care about, like this story right here. China says it detected alien signals using giant eye telescope. Now... I want to I want to talk about this because in the past couple of years aliens look uh click it we're close to the same age uh when we were growing up aliens were a haha -ha thing right not yeah, that like, you well, were aliens stupid, 51 weather balloon you know and so on yeah not that you were stupid for believing it but there was a small group of people who honestly believed aliens existed um while we were growing up and then over the years, more and more people have accepted. Now, what what happened, uh, what was it, earlier this year, end of last year? Scientists have been, or NASA and everybody's been, like, showing these these videos and pictures of shit they can't explain. And they've come out and said, they don't know. I don't know. So, yeah, I think okay. we've even watched, like, some naval footage, right? Of yeah, something we did. Just, like, coming out of the ocean. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So here's what it says. Scientists in China have announced that they've detected what may be signals from an alien civilization using the world's largest radio telescope. But Warren, they could just be radio interference. Science and Technology Daily, the official newspaper of China's Ministry of Science and Technology, I figured, uh, reported Tuesday that the team of scientists from Beijing Normal... Beijing Normal University. Okay, mm. if you name your... Your university, normal university, I automatically think you're doing some abnormal shit there. Yeah. Okay? It identified two groups of suspicious signals in 2020 and a third this year. Professor Zhang Xiong, hold on, Zhang Tongzhi said that signals weren't necessarily proof of extraterrestrial life. Zhang, who is the chief scientist of China ET. China ET Civilization Research Group was once dubbed China's top alien hunter. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it seems like they're gonna wait for aliens to send us a dick pic, and then they might say, this might be an alien, it might, might just be, be some dust. Well, and, and here's my thing, before I continue reading, because there's not much more, um, but 
Oftentimes, when looking for a very specific answer, you will find that answer. Because you're looking for it. Regardless of what evidence says, right? So, like they said up top, aliens! We found aliens! That's the headline, right? But it could just be radio distortion. Like, like right there up front. So Some star could have just exploded not too far away from it. Yeah. The possibility that the suspicious signal is some kind of radio interference is also very high, and it needs to be further confirmed and ruled out. This may be a long process. Tuesday's report said the group of researchers used SkyEye um, to detect several cases of possible technological traces and extraterrestrial civilization. Again, this is banking on the fact that they use radio waves to communicate. True. Because they're the, like you mentioned about that lens uh, that we've talked about a couple times now. Um, Maybe that technology is just so, you know, like a blip on their civilization history. Yeah. I mean, maybe they've gotten to the point where they're, they're communicating in ultraviolet because it's a light spectrum that we already know can produce we can can use and transmit data. So why couldn't that go across the universe? Because we know once light is shot, it never stops. No, that'd be brilliant. You just need the correct receivers to do it. I swear to God, in 200 years, if they fucking invent that, I better get my credit right now. Exactly. Okay. Send the time machine back and give him his money now, damn it. That's right, ultraviolet communication. You heard it here on the Mad Lads podcast. So that's Elon you know, Musk is ready. Yeah, Elon, Elon, listen. I have to grab my 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 thing when I talk like this. Elon, <laughs> Elon, ultraviolet communication. Yes, that's how we'll communicate with the Mars lander, right? Over the distance. Because then you're moving at the speed of light. I I fixed the problem without even knowing there was a problem to be had. I'm a genius. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> but, um... So, they've been training the uh, telescope on exoplanets uh, for the last uh, seven... Uh, six years. And change. So, yeah. Uh, that's pretty interesting. But really, this, this begs to the question... Here's what's interesting. Uh, did you know in the 1800s, we, we have proof that actually it was widely accepted and taught by Holy Mother Church that aliens existed because to not believe in aliens was to diminish God's greatness. How could an all-knowing, omnipotent God not create multiple planets and, and put multiple species on there for funsies, right? Like, yeah, the church can't taught be lightning that, that only struck once, you know? Yeah, the church taught that there were other planets with other Christians on it. That's literally what they taught. Other races, uh, uh, other subspecies, Nephilim, uh, the angels lived on one, like the various things. And then that went away, okay? And and uh, listeners, seriously, if you don't believe me, Google that shit. Google it. I will say that all the time. Google. It is a great tool, as long as you know how to sift through the horse shit. Yeah, use your tricorders for good, not just cat memes. Yeah, not just cat memes. And don't clickbait the top fucking thing. Look through a bunch of shit. Yeah, have credible sources. Not the Inquirer. Credible sources, yeah. That way you can muse stupidly about things in the correct light. Like we do. 
Yeah, we, mm-hmm. we stupidly muse into ignorance all the time, but at least we started an informed place. Yes. <laughs> and that's what matters. And that's what matters. Okay, let's move on to topic number two. I, where, I just quickly, just oh. where we're oh, talking yes, about aliens. Please, please, go, no, let's aliens. go. Let's no, continue. Sure if, you, if, you sh- if you saw what I posted in the podcast chat, Would you, let me see. It's, uh, it's not really a UFO because it's an unidentified flying object, that's more an identified flying object. What is it? Florida man um, created a flying boat to try and visit the aliens. No way. He's like, fuck this yeah. planet and fuck this gravity. Yeah. I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm gonna mute it, but oh, oh, oh. That's so fucking cool, though. I would ride in that shit. Landing might be another issue, but I would ride in it. <laughs> yeah, people say to this day he's still flying. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What the fuck? Because I had a chitty chitty bang bang with, you know, for me. Wow. Yeah, so not really UFOs, but more IFOs, identified flying yeah. objects. Uh, to be able to t- take any type of water vehicle and then to still ascend into the air like that without needing a massive runway or super, like, sound breaking speed, like, I think that's a good accomplishment right there. Yeah, I mean, the guy just, just started to fucking roll and just took off like it was no one's business. Yeah, imagine if he's just fishing. He could be like, you know what? Fuck this body of water. I'm gonna go see what's going uh, on in the other. You know? <laughs> yeah. there. Exactly. I mean, what do we expect from Florida at this point, really? Uh, that this would be designed by an alligator and flown by one as well. Yeah. Well, continuing on our topic of aliens, our next story mm-hmm. is about an alien. Uh, Ezra Miller accused of cult like. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Okay, look, look, I swear to God, we are being inundated with people who just remind me of aliens. Uh, uh, <laughs> fucking Elon Musk, Ezra Miller. Just when they get their photos taken, they it's look like, like Mark. Oh, that, that water sipping zombie. Oh, that guy. Whoa. He is the overlord. I don't this know. This is a dude. human like, picture. Yeah, he's just based uh, on AI at this point. I mean, I have you know, seen the way because, he talks? Well, you know what it is? I think it's because they all have really chiseled faces. They're really, like, tight lines. And they always have that really, like, relaxed expression on their face. I think that's why I feel they're alien. Because there's, like, almost no emotion all the time. But then again, first off, I'm pretty sure, isn't Elon on the scale? Doesn't he have, I think like, Asperger's. Yeah, he I think does, yeah. we touched on that. So that's normal. That's uh, that's totally understandable because that's part of his Asperger's. Okay, do we know if Mark has anything? Is he on the scale? Is he on the? Uh, I'm not sure, but don't I can try to look it up. Don't think publicly said. By I don't think it's ever been said either. But that might explain that too. But Ezra Miller, that boy, that boy needs to get a handle on reality. Um. This is like what the fifth thing we've talked about him doing really weird shit. Well, we've um, touched on some of these stories by him, but then even when I did some uh, outside or extra reading after the fact, you know, there's just a whole slew of like police reports ranging between like two or three months to, you know, that made me believe like, man, something must be up if he's attacking people at bars, throwing like his drinks on them. Telling the cops not to, you know, to loosen up the handcuffs because he's a musician. Um, potentially yeah. grooming someone's daughter and Listen, so on. I tried to get and like read more about it, but honestly, 
once you start delving into it and start like googling about them, you're not opening a can of worms, you're opening a can of fucking ostriches. And they're loose, and they're running. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's wild. Life is stranger than fiction. Yeah. Wow, this gets interesting. Okay, so remember we talked about, I think it was last show, he had basically uh, kidnapped and, and convinced this kid, this 14 to 15 year old, to come live with him. Or no, he's 18 now. But, here's, here's the deal. Under tribal law, despite being 18, they're still Takata's legal guardians until he goes through a certain thing, right? Mm. Become a man. So, the protective order's been granted. The problem is, nobody can find him. Um, they move around a lot. They've tried to serve him four times. Um, there's a court date set. Um, th oh, there's also footage of Ezra Miller violently attacking fans. Holy, like, choking them and... Oh my God! Jesus Christ! Um, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna share this with you guys. He doesn't care if you're a man or a woman. He's just equal. All everyone's getting these hands. Yeah, I'm gonna share this with you guys. It's short, but um, that's disturbing to say the least. I mean, this lady looks like is just trying to meet him, and he he chokes her. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> like. That was like the fastest takedown. Yeah. Um, now, the parents of this 18-year-old um, say Christ. that he's been corrupting the minor for a while. Um, psychologically manipulative and controlling behavior, much like cults do, you know. Um, gave Takata, he gave Takata drugs and tried to sleep in the same bed as Takata when the teen was only 14. He flew Takata to London for Fantastic Beast premiere. They also allege sexual predatory behavior, claim that Miller is using multiple social media accounts to threaten and gaslight any victims and truths from coming out. Um, oh, and so Takata took to Instagram and acknowledged the tragedy that is the narrative of my general public and the assumptions made on my behalf by my family and the friends regarding my stability and otherwise. Takata's mother says that Takata has not had a phone on in some time and believes Miller crafted the statement on their behalf. Creepy. Oh, wow. I just had a look at that video. That wasn't just him trying. Did you see that fucking takedown he did over? Yeah, Booker straight down. That was like fucking WWE level shit, you know what I mean? Well, fucking hell. Ezra doesn't even go by he or her. It's they, them. He doesn't even want to be a gender. He wants to be a non-binary fluid gender. Okay, homie. I am all, and I've said it many times. Anybody who listens to our show knows I am not only a protector of trans, but I'm a, I'm a huge supporter and defender, okay? But there are limits and fucking realities. And people need to step up and go, you're using this trans. You're using this as a stage for your grooming, for your pedophilic 
tendencies because that's what they're doing. And the problem is everybody's too afraid to because of cancel culture to go, no, I don't actually believe that Ezra Miller is non-binary fluid. I truly believe he's a gay man who likes to fuck young, young boys. Because there have been, and as I'm sure you've read, there have been things for years that have been kept under wraps that are slowly coming out that he's been mm. doing to multiple people, not just this one kid. Yeah, he's got a track record. He's got a track record of grooming young kids. And here's my thing. Even if, I, I'll give you for instance, okay, in, in some of these groomers' minds, I'm sure it's, it's going, I'll start because I find them amazing now, and I'll get them ready for when they're legal so I don't break any laws, right? But how long does that last? Can you really sit for four years with pedophilial instincts and not okay. fuck around with your, your pedophile boyfriend or girlfriend that's the problem it's 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 a it's an addiction it's a it's an internal thing and you can't fight that right and i'm, I'm here's my thing people need to realize that pedophilia is a problem but not because the pedophiles realistically choose i'm not saying they they don't have um just um like a mental condition or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I don't, I don't, I don't. The hard part about blaming sociopaths is that it's out of their control that they have no moral compass, right? So the same thing. I believe pedophilia is a broken person, okay, who is born broken, like a schizophrenic, like anybody else. And yes, or they might have gone through abuse themselves, and then that's now a part of their cycle. And I'm not saying that you can't mentally break someone who is healthy at birth either, because we know well and good that parents are children's whole worlds and can ruin children's because they don't care about that one fact that you are your child's entire reality for t at least 10 years. Right? Of course. So... You know, I, I'm not I'm not blaming Ezra Miller for whatever the fuck is wrong with him. But we need to all understand something is fucking wrong. And he <laughs> needs to be held accountable. We have places for people who can't be held accountable. But DC movies ain't it. Of course, because that's just going to give him uh, more opportunities to be around the things that might set off his illness if you well, want to call and, it that. and that's and and the problem is it it may not even be pedophilia it may be something worse maybe multiple personalities it could be all kinds of, like dissociative personality. yeah DID. it could be all kinds of stuff i don't know i am theorizing but what i do know look it's it's like when they say um um I can't tell you what evil is but i know it when i see it i can't hmm. tell you what's wrong but i know wrong when i see it and it's wrong. Something's wrong with that boy. And we need yeah. to get a handle on that dude because he's fucking up other people. Yeah. And even though it seems like the state of Florida is like done with the shit, but go ahead, AG. Yeah, no, sorry. Um, yes, yeah, so I was going to like um, earlier on when Hatter was talking about um, kind of like, you know, everyone's too scared because of the label he's put himself under, you know, as the transgender, you know, non-binary. You know, let's put this scenario. What if... Jimmy Sable 
you know, a massive pedophile with 200 plus confirmed cases. Yep. What if he decided to put himself under that label? The problem is people are scared to talk about shit when he's yeah. got a blanket of protection because nobody wants to fucking... Yeah, but imagine that if, he, if Jimmy Sal put himself under that thing, would, we, would people still be silent at that point? You know, well, here's the, the thing, massive they might, street... and, and, and that's the problem. I think the scary part about this whole thing is, is that people are. It, it doesn't matter what these people do because they're protected under under it's my life it's my freedom i can do what i want i can fuck up this person's life cuz he's letting me that's and no, i'm that's being honest, right yeah it's not right we need to stop being afraid about speaking out and honestly i think it should be the trans community that stands up against this and says this is not us this yeah, take is out the weeds from their own garden, you know? Yeah, they should police their own. Everybody should police their own neighborhoods. Their yeah. own people. Whatever you think is your people, goths, uh, white, black, women, lesbians, gays, whatever you label yourself on, you should police yourselves, right? It shouldn't be up to the lesbian community to police the drag community. It should be up to the drag community to police the drag community. It should be up to the alcoholic community, police the alcoholics, right? If we all did that, if we all took care of our own people, we wouldn't even have time to worry about whether or not other people are getting their shit done. There's also a problem with that as well. I do remember a few years back, um, there was a massive scandal because one of those like groups that's about kind of like you know kind of well now we're, now we're now we're getting back into socialism and communism the reason <laughs> they don't work because yeah. nobody can be responsible but it was it was, it was that kind of like community you know we were saying the community police in the community yeah it was one of those communities kind of like for kind of like lesbians and gays and stuff like that and they decided that they want to also include pedophiles in that they wanted to include lesbian gays that. transgenders yeah. and pedophiles it was so yeah, some it was, things uh, maybe people were trying to add but, it onto the acronyms. But again, that's why the community, the LGBTQ plus now, needs to stand up and say, "No, we don't support this. We do yeah, not like agree we support with pansexuals, but not pedophiles." Yeah, there's a difference, and that's what I'm saying. Realistically, you know, it's kind of like uh, men shouldn't have a say in women's rights. Okay, to some extent, I semi agree. Okay, but at the same time, in the reality we live in, then there'd be very few lawmakers talking about women's rights because most of them are fucking men. So, let's yeah. be real. Either you want them giving you something or nothing at all. Yeah, type you of can't situation. push them away. You need to educate them on what you as women believe your rights should be and you should make them follow through. There's the end. Follow through. Whether you're at work, whether it's your religion, whether it's your hobby, or whether it's your job, or not your, uh, your politics, follow through is the name of the game. And if you're not willing to follow through on the shit you believe in, then why the fuck should you expect your senator to care about what you believe in? Because you didn't let him know. Yeah. And as we've mentioned with you, one other guest we had on the show, people need to actually get out and vote for the change oh. that they want to have happen, not just expect tomorrow to be a better day because yeah and and you know like i said with with freddie you know he doesn't agree with the statement i love freddie and uh, some of you might not agree with me either 
I don't generally vote in presidential elections, but I will vote in my county, city, and state. Because those matter to me, and I believe the, the presidential election is a sham and full of shit, and is so whopper-jawed and bought off that it's a joke. It is. But your county, city, state is important, and is mm-hmm. less liable to severe corruption like higher government. And thereby, you can put the people in place that are your mindset that actually dictate the laws you live in. Because I'm sorry to let you know, ladies and gentlemen, it's been proven time and time again. Public service announcement, the state supersedes the federal government when it comes to laws and their citizens. Yeah, that's how it was drafted. And that's why we have the Declaration of Independence. So why is everybody so worried about who the fuck is the president? Fuck them. Uh, it's become like a like Big Brother, some other like you know type of reality show where just like every four years we get hyped and we want to see like either red or blue fly above the the Capitol building. Yeah, it's 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 dumb. People should. I think it's dumb. People should focus more on their local stuff, stuff that actually affects them. If you think uh, abortion should be illegal or legal, then go with the candidate in your state, city, and county that follows that. Don't give a shit with the president. The president has no power, kids. I I don't know yeah. when that fucking changed, but that's been the rule of law since I was a baby. Yeah, they want to hope and pray on his executive orders when those should be emergencies, not something that's just enacted as a way to actually enforce any type of policy or to make changes. It's hilarious. I'll go ahead. Think of a president as the queen. You know, they're there. They're a figurehead. But they've not got power. Yeah. They do have power when it's absolutely needed. But most of the time, they're just there. They're the face. Exactly. And uh, obviously, AG wouldn't know this. And most Americans don't know this. Do you know the vice president has almost all the power of the presidency? Do you know the VP is the one going to those meetings? The vice president is the one uh, writing up fucking policy? The president walks into office generally with core policies that he promised on his ticket, right? But he doesn't sit there and give a shit about the fucking day-to-day. That's the vice president does all the work, guys. And it's the cabinet and the people behind the president. The president is a guy who takes photos and shakes hands and... I am the United States. That's all he is. That's all he is. And last time I checked, the figurehead doesn't steer the ship. It's the crewman. And guess what, guys? The Senate and Congress are our elected crewmen. And if they're not doing their job, it's up to us to replace them with people that will. You want the government to work for you, whether it's in the U.S. or in uh, uh, England, uh, Scotland, Ireland, uh we we france uh anywhere it doesn't matter wherever you are that you have elected officials and have any kind of democracy if you want change the power is with you and if you don't use that power and sit there and blame everyone else wait i know what you're gonna say hold on if you if you sit there and and don't use that power and blame everybody else for why your problems are the way they are you have to acknowledge at least your small part in that now I am sure, for those that aren't watching and are only listening, AG was about to bring up 
something about the fact that most people actually don't have that power. And that's probably because they can't agree on anything collectively. No? No, I was going to bring up something completely different. You know how you're saying that we've got the power because we can vote on kind of like local elections and stuff like that? Yeah. That, that applies in England, yes. That applies to a degree in Northern Ireland and completely in Ireland. Scotland, Wales, no. Because ah, okay. England can completely veto everything we do. I do not know of any council here which has something that every other council does not have. Basically, everything goes through the Sco Holyrood Parliament um, over in Scotland, and England can basically just veto the fuck okay. out of everything. In the same way that when we want independence, the last one when we wanted independence, you know, after the referendum, England vetoed it. England said, no, you're not getting independence, you're not having the referendum. We veto it. And they can do that. They can completely even veto our bid for independence. So, and that actually touches yeah. on something we started talking about before the stream, or before the podcast. Yeah, so, so there's, you know, a little bit of a, you know, thing there. Like, in England, yeah, but definitely, because the policies and stuff like that affects England, but then England doesn't really give a fuck about the rest of, you know, the UK. So, so basically what you're saying is that you live day-to-day -day being ass-fucked by England. Yes. Nice! <laughs> nice. Our, our shows are about as big as fucking doorways at this point. <laughs> now, now, uh, but but realistically, remember your power is only you, and and yet you can't control your neighbor or the idiots who who uh, defend crazy extremist shit. Okay, I get that. I get that. But what you can do is help educate those close to you and hope that they educate those close to them. That's what we do with this podcast. Remember that, guys. We do this to help you think, and we hope that you go help those that you care about think as well. And maybe they'll spread that and continue. And maybe eventually enough people will just go, you know what, I'm fucking done playing the world's game. We're going to do it our way. And and stop following the, 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 the path everybody else is trotting. Because from my perspective not to be doom and gloom that's annihilation and 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 not not just physical not world war it's soul it's soul annihilating you you only got the one life you only got the one chance you only got the the one piece of happiness that you know you have heaven hell that's all supposition okay you've got this enjoy this yeah, because, you know, whether you believe in afterlife or not, there's no guarantee that you'll get another shot at this, so why not yeah. take your chance? Yeah, you know, just enjoy what this is. This isn't a test. This isn't a job. This is a gift, and you should you should love it. It's supposed to be hard. Don't forget, you should enjoy the bad times, too, because in those bad times are good lessons and and ways to to love the time after that and appreciate the time after. I wouldn't appreciate owning a house if I hadn't slept on the streets. I wouldn't appreciate having a car if I didn't have to find a ride for years. You know? That's, you know, that's what it boils down to. If everything's given to you, everybody understands that if, if mommy and daddy give you everything, you have no respect for anything you have, right? Mm -hmm. But nobody really puts that into a smaller perspective in their own lives. They don't. Most don't. And and so I think if we all did that and thought about things 
on that kind of level, I think everybody would do a little bit better. But back to Ezra Miller. This boy <laughs> needs found, and we need to take his ability away to talk to children. And no to actually, still regarding that point that you were talking about, like with grooming and if people have like these types of tendencies and they're speaking with a minor for so long, um, unfortunately, since I've been like, you know, a me member of like supporting like the different uh, VTuber groups and stuff like that, uh, grooming is actually one of their like problems that they have a lot of with other people that have been like VTubers. I'm not going to say any names, but it, it, it's not like a week will go by where you don't see like a tweet longer where they're talking about this guy gaslights he's sexually abusive this is what he's done these are his chat logs and screenshots now everything is so well documented people are writing their own like documentaries and how like it gives you a view into this perspective of those that are actually sick pedophiles that are doing this to people within their own community they're like you know either chasing for clout either just deranged, typically what these people would do, um, the aggressors, is they become part of their social circle, they isolate them from their other friends and their family, they gaslight them, uh, and they make it seem like, if you're not actually doing my will and, like, performing the way that I want you to, you're abusing me, and it ends up being, like, a blame and guilt trip, so other people are like, I, well, I was just young, of course, I'm, like, 12, I had no idea, like, e even being what a relationship would be like. And then, like, by day three, they're sending me pictures of their cock. And, you know, yeah, talk about terrible uh, shit like this. I so. actually do have first-hand experience in that happening to me. Exactly the way, like, you explained that about kind of, like, isolating you for social circle and stuff like that. Because for anyone that's known me for a little while, you guys probably won't have her, mate. You probably won't know Click, because it's probably before I even met you, but... Yeah, no, I um, was, um, like, sexually harassed quite a few times, both physically okay. and over the internet, and, oh, yeah, no, that's team, exactly what they do. You know, the kind team, of by the way, I'm sorry, I just want to correct myself, um, because they, they, in the previous story about Ezra, they didn't actually mention the sex of the, the person involved. Yeah, I assumed it was a girl. I assumed it was a guy, mm -mm. Um, but it, it is a girl. It is a girl. Um, I, it's weird because if anybody else tried to get a 14-year-old girl to sleep in the same bed as him, immediately that would have been... I mean, you know, pull out your you shotgun. Like, where are that, they? I wouldn't yeah. have a talk. You, yeah. The cops wouldn't get to that person's house fast enough, you know? Like, <laughs> but like, yeah, go ever, ahead, uh, AG. My daughter, with what you're, my daughter's oh, 17. Oh, if one of yeah. you asked to sleep in a room, we'd be fist fighting before I asked you why you asked that question, <laughs> right? So, yeah, you're just going to walk up and pull a Will Smith with a closed fist, as you should. Go ahead, AG, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, where did I leave off again? Uh, um, you mentioned that, like, basically, as I described it, that's pretty much what the assaults, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, assaulters would end up doing. They would get into your social circle, try to isolate you from everyone else, and then make it seem like they are your world. So that's yeah. why you end up being in a cycle of either guilt or um, just trying to be amicable. But yeah. they have their own game in their mind that they're playing with you. And when you're on that end of it, it's very difficult to see what's happening. 
I mean, because you're just thinking, oh, you know, it's just chatting, you know, it's just, okay, you know, uh, whatever, it's just a little bit of fun and whatever, and it's escalating, it's escalating, and you don't realise it. The only reason I realised it the second time was because it had happened to me before, and only two years later, I had realised that, okay, what happened was wrong. Unfortunately, it was two years later, so the police about fucking wank about it, but the next time I was able to almost immediately recognise it, because the exact same thing was happening, the same pattern of, you know, getting to know you, infiltrating your social circle, or getting, you know, or buddy-buddy with you, and then slowly just trying to kind of, like, pull you away from that, keep, you know, you to themselves, and then just escalating that, and more and more and more, until eventually, you know, they basically get what they want, and then the second, you know, you try and pull away from that, that's it, the mind games start where they're kind of, like, emotionally blackmailing you, um, and even proper blackmail as well, you know, they just use all these tactics to kind of make you feel like, you are the abuser, you know, like, yeah. you, you basically, you're the bad person, not them. So you have to do this, or else you're the bad person. So. Uh, yes. little update, by the way, about the Eye in the Sky alien thing. Yeah, sure. So it was posted, and then Chinese officials deleted the post. It, yeah, because I was actually also going to kind of note that uh, it seems interesting that a rather conservative Chinese government might even hint at something that's a possibility of life elsewhere, you know? Yeah, they deleted it. <laughs> the Chinese uh, media agency wants to know our location. <laughs> oh my god. To everyone listen to us in China, bye! <laughs> Get Back a to carpets for you! <laughs> So, on this uh, same kind of thread, Burger King just got fucking ripped a new asshole for Austria's ad for their um, Pride Whoppers. Have you seen them? No, I've only seen, like, uh, the German, like, uh, pregnancy burgers that were rocking the internet not too long ago. I'm going to show you a picture, and then I'll say talk about it but you'll i bet money as soon as you see it you're gonna understand why it was a problem i mean that's kind of like the um what do you call the woman in the kitchen one that we put out check out that time to be proud oh yeah where it's all tops or all bottoms (laughs) yes they actually got uh, ripped a new one because of this Mm. oh yeah so the app features burgers with matching buns, including one with two tops and one with two bottoms. Unfortunately, we still messed up and didn't check well enough with community members on different interpretations of the Pride Whopper. <laughs> uh, they should have just said Pride Whopper. It'll make you gay. Enjoy. Yeah. It'll make you happy. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I think we began at ten times as much of a dent. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're getting they're getting ripped on social media for it. You know, I love when that kind of stuff happens. You know, when the companies are said to be a bit risky, and then it doesn't work out, and they just get ripped a new one. Because I love, yeah. I love, <laughs> I love the fact that they say, you know what, that'll be okay to post. That sounds like a fun time. Do it. You know, <laughs> I admire the balls on that. I'll go out and buy myself a fucking whopper tomorrow. I admire that. Right. <laughs> I posted a well, picture in podcast chat. <laughs> when, oh, when companies go. <laughs> oh, real gale, smooth and sassy. Mm. I love this pride craft, real gale. Mm. 
Wow. Oh, I just take a shot of it in the morning and gargle it before I brush my teeth. Now something that won't <laughs> offend anybody, so... <laughs> Poor AG. <laughs> he had to take a mental break from that one. Hey. Hey, AG. Just squirt it in your mouth. Squirt it in your mouth. It's white and creamy. You should enjoy it. You didn't take a spoonful of like tuna and just make a tuna it's salad the in your mouth? It's in France. Because <laughs> they're all gay. You were going to make him sick. <laughs> Physically, you. Uh, okay. I don't know what Are to we? say to that. I don't know what to say to that. I don't know what to say to that either. Um... <sighs> So on a, on a completely stuff. different level, uh, so uh, Rob Zombie's redoing uh, the monsters, right? We talked about that. No, I don't think that we talked about it, but that oh, is pretty interesting. Oh yeah, I, I don't, I don't recall. I, I think I would have remembered. His wife is uh, is playing the mom. Um, here, I've got a, I've got a picture I'll share. Fuck yeah. Um, I like stuff that Rob Zombie gets into. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah his music. Good, his horror is really good. Fucking makes my skin crawl. Why can't I capture it or copy it? Why does it want me to say copy? There we go. So let's put it in here. And then we also have to. I'm not sure if we got any resolution as to what happened about the the Burger King one. Like, are they ordered to pay fines or, or did they no, have to? No, they just took it down basically. Oh, okay, alrighty. I'm like, man, I need resolution. What happened to the bottom <laughs> burger? Yeah, where's the bottom? I don't. We're, no. we're not all tops, okay? Yeah. Well, Howard's looking I need for to switch. That. Um, I'm not sure if you heard Howard. Um, I'm not sure if this is your type of music click, but have you heard of the new Five Finger Death Punch album by any chance? Uh, no. Is it all covers again? Um, no, it's a uh, follow-up to Fate. Um, Afterlife it's called, uh, and apparently a few, couple of days ago the entire thing just completely leaked, the, the whole thing. All in MP3s. If you look hard enough on Google you can find it all. It's actually really good. Legit. Oh but that's a bit of egg on their face. Uh, sometimes leaks can be better than that because it'll at least let people know if it's worth their time and effort. Yeah, I mean, I instead was of people just like risking, you know. Yeah, I was looking on Reddit, and quite a lot of people said, you know, they listened to the leak, and now they've decided to go and like pre-order the vinyl and stuff like that because they enjoyed it so much. So I there guess you, you know, I just but... snip it. I think if all bands and stuff, you know, like maybe, hey, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, yo, especially like, hell yeah, no, that's gonna be glorious. Yep. So Is this really gonna be like a show or a movie? Like, a movie. how's he doing it? Movie. Ooh. Oh, you know what? I might share this so you can actually go through and see them. Oh, they put them side by side. Uh, scroll kind of here. You guys can both look at my page with me. Um, scroll down kind of to past that that picture, and you'll see comparisons of the two. And of course, this is on uh, Instagram. Herman Munster. I think the character looks great. Yeah. Of course, the original is you know he's a classic, but you know it's it's just a this is a my childhood right here. Yeah, look at Lily. I think his wife does a good Lily. She doesn't quite have that Betty Page face. 
You know, Lily has that Betty Page. Because like, hers, I think, was like in the raised like cheekbones, like closer yeah. to her eyes. Yeah. That soft, almost like even though she's undeadish looking, she's a still mother. You know, like yeah. nurturing. Grandpa with the mustache. I don't know if I like the mustache on Grandpa. Yeah, he looks more like a an actual like count, <laughs> like a dude. Yeah. And the the curls and the hair are more pronounced on this dude. Yes. Grandpa Dracula. I hope it's just as funny. It looks really good. I hope it's just as comedy hilarity. If it ends up having a darker tone, though, I wouldn't be surprised. That would be kind of nice too. But I know he's a fan of the old classics, so I'm hoping yeah. he sticks to it, because that'd be great. Fuck yeah. No, that's actually something that I would be excited for. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Good? Yum yum. Oh, wow. Okay, so the Black Plague. You know, we still don't really know how it started and all that fun shit. Well, they figured it yeah, out. Yeah, Scotland's figured out. Yeah. A deadly pandemic with mysterious origins. It might sound like modern headline, but scientists have spent centuries debating the source of the Black Death that devastated the medieval world. Not anymore. According to researchers who say they have pinpointed the source of the plague to a region of Kyrgyzstan after analyzing DNA from remains at an ancient burial site, we managed to actually put to rest all those centuries-old controversies about the origins of the Black Death, said Philip. Sliven, a historian and part of the team whose work was published Wednesday in the journal Nature. The Black Death was the initial wave of a nearly 500-year pandemic. In just eight years, from 1346 to 1353, it killed up to 60% of the population of Europe, the Middle East, and Africa, according to estimates. Slavin, an associate professor at the University of Stirling in Scotland, who has always been fascinated with the Black Death, found an intriguing clue in 1890 work describing an ancient burial site in what is now northern Kyrgyzstan. It reported a spike in burials in 1338-39, to 39, and that several tombstones described people having died of pestilence. When you have one or two years with excess mortality, it means that something funny is going on there. But it wasn't just any year. 1338 and 39 were just seven or eight years before the Black Death. It was a lead, but nothing more without determining. Basically, I'm going to skip ahead here. They basically went through teeth and bones that still carried uh, relevant DNA, and they looked for very specific uh, uh, cells. Yersinia uh, pestis, or commonly known as plague, but a very specific type. The DNA also displayed characteristics of damage patterns, much like what happens with the Black Death, but an earlier reminiscent. Uh, mm. The Black Death has been linked to a so-called Big Bang event when existing strains of the plague, which is carried by fleas and rodents, suddenly diversified. Scientists thought it might have happened as early as the 10th century, but had not been able to pinpoint a date. The research team painstakingly reconstructed the genome from their samples and found the strain at the burial site predated the diversification. So it started hmm. there. Rodents living in the region now were also found to be carrying the same ancient strain, helping the team conclude the Big Bang must have happened somewhere in the area in a short window before the Black Death. Uh, let's see. So a similar type of event, uh, like the Big Bang, actually caused them to make different species of fleas and different species of rats and different species of vermin, and then those had 
older strains that we did not have any resistance to. I see. Yeah, and that's why that's and here they also go on to say how resistant this thing is because that's why it came back in 20 what was it 2010 and 2015 resulting in 584 deaths, 3248 cases of the black plague. Yeah, and surprisingly uh, enough, they had a cure for some people, but then they ran out. Yeah. Hmm. So <laughs> human testing, it's, human testing. It's really interesting uh, because we always thought that it was isolated to those eight or nine years, and it was really bad. But we knew that it had survived for hundreds of years. It just had this weird explosion, and so it's really interesting to see them put that back together. It may help us in the future. Uh, protect against as long as we can get past the po politics surrounding uh medicine really and that also kind of makes sense because like even like lysol has stated on there for years that it is a great fighter for covid which is something that's been almost like a common code that people have known about forever but it wasn't until the past two or three years that covid actually became like a more deadly uh strain that's created so much uh, respiratory issues as well as other medical complications for those that have had it. Um, yeah. I was actually reading so think, something yeah, not that long ahead. ago. Yeah, sorry. Um, I was actually reading something not that yeah. long ago, and it was like a paper from like 2017, and it was mentioning COVID and stuff like that, and I was like, oh wow, so we're already mentioning it, and the pandemic didn't happen until like, what, 2019, 2020? So I was like, mm -hmm. you know, it was yeah, very 20, interesting. Yeah, 2020, 2021, so on, yeah. Yeah, but it had that explosion at that point, and scientists and researchers knew about it already, you know, way back then. So, who knows, maybe in like a few thousand years, some Scottish researchers will be investigating this one. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you know what, let's have a pint and let's look at some diseases that are already out there. Let's get to the bottom <laughs> of this. A pint or 20. right. <laughs> Oh, I only drink one thing at a time, but I've had about 20. <laughs> yeah, I quit drinking two minutes ago. So, <laughs> uh, next on the list is uh, Guillermo del Toro is coming out with a new movie. Believe it or not, it's Pinocchio. Ooh. Yeah, I saw that. I'm excited. I'm really excited. It looks phenomenal. Uh, it's Guillermo del Toro. If you don't know, that man's mind is brilliant, and his visual imagination is uncanny. He's so. one of my favorite directors, honestly. He's just, the way he just does the movies is, oh, it's fantastic. Pan's Labyrinth. That right there, for me, nailed it. It's one of the few movies I do not change it to English. I leave it where it's at. Because it is so beautiful to listen to that movie, watch that movie. Oh, it's so good. And oh, yeah. Like, there's, like, a trailer out for um, the Pinocchio movie and stuff like that. I think it's going to be great. So it sounds like, here's something else in movies. Sounds like Zack Snyder might have teased that Henry Cavill might return as Superman. Hmm. Which mm. I'd be all for, because I don't give a shit what anybody says. Those Man of Steel movies are fucking dope. Kiss my ass. Rest like, in peace, Christopher Reeves. Dude, fuck Chris Reeves. I don't care who hates me for that. Like, <laughs> Henry Cavill, that Man of Steel with, uh, with uh, uh, Kevin Costner as his dad. Dude, brought tears to my eyes when he just told him to stop with the tornado. And 
And he knew he was gonna die, but he couldn't let his son. Ah, oh, it's so hard, bro. So hard. And then like, uh, I really liked. Uh, I really liked uh, Justice League Snyder cut because fuck Joss Whedon's cut. Yeah, the Snyder's cut was amazing. Then we watched that. Yeah, we watched that together on your did, Discord. Yeah, did. that was amazing. Honestly, I saw the Whedon cut, and I'm like, Whedon, dude, no. Yeah, I mean, we were watching that, right? And we were like, four hours, okay, that's quite long. At the end of the four, it was like, why didn't you make it longer? Fuck off. Make, yeah, make it, I want more. Yeah. <laughs> we want more. Um, <laughs> kind of to go back into, like, movie talk, um, they are going to make a sequel for the Joker movie with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. No. I'm actually excited for that. They are? Yeah, they, they they said that they're gonna go ahead and make a sequel. Um, Thank they, God. They pretty much teased like the cover of it and then the approximate title that it had on the on the like page, but that's not said if that's gonna be the final title just yet. Um, but they they've already got a like a script out. Wow. Oh. Mhm. Mm I actually felt like that movie was kind of underrated. I I actually rather enjoyed it. It was so good. And man, anybody who watches that movie and doesn't appreciate what Mr. Phoenix does on screen is blind. That dude is amazing. He lost like 80 pounds for that role. He yeah. became emaciated. And just his... I can watch that movie and not see The Prince of Rome. How many movies, how many actors do you know that you watch a movie and you can't help but see their past performances, right? Yeah, like Will Smith, like freaking Anybody Denzel, you know, always going to see him in Training Day, stuff like that, you know? Yeah, and part of that's their fault and part of it's not their fault. But either way, you you have people like uh, Henry Cavill, who can be The Witcher, Superman. And while you're watching Witcher, you don't think he's Jesus on the cross you don't think he's superman you don't think he's witcher while you're watching man of steel right he's those characters he plays them he doesn't play henry cavill yeah um and and that's that's the way i feel about phoenix joaquin is so amazing yeah and the way like he actually portrayed the joker as well was fantastic like i've not watched the full movie i've watched clips and stuff i do have it on my watch list because there's no way i'm not watching that movie but I yeah, think as someone I was described it on the website you shared with me. Yeah, yeah I think as someone described it, uh, it was in a, one of the comments on YouTube for one of the clips. Most Joker movies have been about a man that's broken and full empathy in a world, whereas he very much portrayed it as a man who's broken in a world without empathy, being driven to the limit. And the way he just portrayed yeah, I, that was just beautiful. I I think it's a a, a step back actually. I think the movie is watching a man being broken in a world without empathy. Yeah. I think we get to watch the break. And that's... Uh, did you ever watch the... I actually rented the movie from Redbox. Yes, I did that. But I'm mm. glad I did because I got to see the director features. And I watched the director um, after thing. It's like 30 minutes. And he talks about how this is not in DC's Gotham. This is a parallel world. Batman may or may not actually exist in this world. Haven't decided that yet. But we wanted not a movie about the Joker. 
we wanted a movie about a man. What what could drive any of us to become the Joker? What breaks a man to the point where he feels that's his only avenue? That that's how he needs to release it. And, and this is how I he survives, feel, you know? I feel that that movie shows that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, yeah. when he does that interview at the end with Marv, fucking. That's kind of like um, uh, Split. What's his name? Um, who played Professor X? Um, what's his name? The actor. Mm, not Charles Xavier, right? Some different yeah, one. Yeah, Charles Xavier. Yeah. What, what okay. was the actor's name? Oh, um... From Wanted. Uh, yeah. Patrick Stewart. No. No? No, the young one. <laughs> the young one. Oh, sorry. That was in the movie Wanted with, like, the curving bullets and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I, I can't think of it. Mine's drawing a blank. I like that. Yeah, I... Don't even know if he's talking English at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it's uh, James McAvoy. Mm-mm-mm-mm. James McAvoy is amazing. If you okay, did any of you watch Unbreakable with Bruce Willis? AG. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. Okay, AG, yeah, yeah. So since we talked about these as a trilogy, yeah, I decided to watch all all of them. That's your homework. Okay, so. Unbreakable came back came out in like ninety six or ninety eight. The sequel came out in twenty eighteen. Twenty years fucking later. With the original cast and everything. And you'd yeah. love the premise. Here's why. Just like M. Night Shyamalan. You don't realize it's a movie about superheroes until the last 20 minutes. Watch the movie. It's amazing. Then, what I want you to watch is Split. Which is the second of the two. Is that the second? Yeah, okay. Because you don't know that Split is the sequel until the last two minutes of the movie. And then you have the the third one, which is Glass. Mm-hmm. Which ties everything together. James McAvoy plays 80 characters. He's got DID. And he's, he plays 80. It's amazing. Yeah, all he needs is just a different outfit, and he's a completely different persona. It's... It's amazing watching him change right before your eyes. That is probably those three movies, James McAvoy in Split and Glass, are probably some of the greatest acting you will ever see in your life. Not kidding. I'll definitely make sure to give our watchman. Phenomenal. And 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 be awake when you do, because the first one can be kind of slow in a couple spots, but if you pay attention, it pays off at the end. It really does. And then it's then it's a race from then on. Yeah, and once so. again, it's sad that we might not see another movie like that with uh, Bruce Willis because of his oh, uh, mental degenerative disease. 
Okay. My last bit of information tonight that I pulled up um, that uh, I hate to come back to uh, uh, these people. Depp and Heard. Oh, bye. Depp and Heard. Oh, bye. But, but Amber Heard said she fears that she could face future defamation lawsuits by speaking out about her volatile relationship with Johnny Depp. So shut up, bitch. Uh, in yeah, a <laughs> that's her own fault. She also addressed her past place to donate seven million to charity. In part three of an interview aired Wednesday with NBC News, the Aquaman actress said she is scared that she risks being forever silenced after a judge earlier this month ordered her to pay ten million in damages. Yes, they did not mention Depp by uh, Depp by name, but his attorney successfully argued to the jury that it indirectly referred to their marriage. Uh, I'm scared that no matter what I do, no matter what I say or how I say it, every step that I take will present another opportunity for this sort of silencing, which is what I guess a defamation lawsuit is meant to do. Yeah. But if she's found to be like, you know, in the wrong and, you know, there's evidence, you know, it makes sense that she should stop talking about it. Yeah, well, she's not stopped talking about it. And in fact, in the interview she's given out, um, the things she has said including directly mentioning Johnny by name and then completely, fully and undeniably accusing him of exactly the same thing she accused him of and then she got sued for defamation and got told no that's not true she's done it again, except this time without a doubt accusing Johnny of it again Yeah. so there isn't a case of can she get um, another like defamation lawsuit no it's just a matter of well, Johnny do that again because he's got more than enough there to do it all over again. Except this time, it wouldn't be like an entire drag. It would be clear cut. Yeah, she well, fucked herself you, again. You keep <laughs> okay, my name so, in your mouth, so you're going to pay every penny of this every penny. 10 million. He's not talking about it. Uh, her maintained that she did the right thing and everything I could do to stand up for myself and the truth. After publishing the op in the Washington Post, though, she continued to insist that it was never about her marriage with Depp. What the op-ed was about was me loaning my voice to a bigger cultural conversation that we were having at the time. Really? Because it sounded like in court you were accusing him of beating you up and sexually assaulting you. Sorry, pretty sure we watched you say those exact things. I'm pretty sure we also watched her literally say that the op-ed was about him, but never mind, I digress. (laughs) Yeah, I... Heard said she had a team of lawyers review the essay before it was published. Really? This is the first we ever heard of that. She never said that on the stand. And then it was never her intention to defame Depp or get him cancelled over it. Saying she still has love for the Pirates of the Caribbean star. Guthrie went on to question her credibility and how the jury heard that she hasn't fulfilled the 2016 promise to donate $3.5 million over $7 million divorce settlement to the ACLU heard face intense questioning during her trial over the past claim that the money has been donated and ACLU executive testified that she had given less than half of that money with the last payment made in 2018. I made a pledge and that pledge is made over time by its nature. You said I donated. You know that everyone thinks that you donated it, not that you pledged it. So to the jurors sitting there, do you think they felt like this was you getting caught in a lie? I don't know, because I feel like so much of the trial was meant to cast aspersions on who I am as a human. Call me a liar in every way you can. Or maybe just point out that you're a fucking liar. Uh, that was the trial. It was my credibility contest. That was it. Heard said she still plans to honor that donation and pay it in full. 
We'll see. <laughs> bullshit. I'm gonna call bullshit on that too. Yeah. I got a flame tower before that happens. Like I said, I keep hearing Hurt said this, Hurt said that. I don't hear Johnny said this, Johnny said that. Oh, he's been quiet. Any story. He's been absolutely quiet. Any stories about him saying shit. He, he's not going, this is a win for all men. You know, he's not doing any of that. He's just like, nope. just going to the pub, enjoying a few drinks, enjoying life, and, and going back to life. Behind him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because now movie and opportunities and roles are opening themselves up to him again. So, you know, yeah. he can move on and put her behind him. Yeah. Meanwhile, she's causing a fucking shitstorm, trying to start an entire hurricane <laughs> of piss. It's not enough to shit on one person's bed. I want to piss on everyone's bed. <laughs> I don't think if we got anything else good to really chit-chat about that people will care about. This isn't our normal stuff. Well, um, for our other people that are also um, streamers... Yeah, I was going to touch uh, upon that as well, yeah. Real quick, before we get into that, I did want to mention, mm -hmm. I saw this yesterday, and I was going to post it, and I forgot. Um, Vin Diesel is going to be in a new Ark Survival Evolved movie. And if you've looked, so is Gerard Butler. And a bunch of A-list actors. If you look up the voice actor cast, it's goddamn insane. Oh, you're only just finding out about that. That was announced yeah. two years ago. I literally watched them announce it live on the Game Awards. Right, right. They, they've, they've got them under contract now is what I'm saying. Oh, oh. They've got Vin Diesel. They've got, like, Mark Ruffalo. They've got these big names. Gerard oh, Butler. Yeah. yeah uh, they've got, um, who played, um, what's his name um, on Doctor Who? Um, the one everybody loves. He was also in uh, Sherlock. Uh, Cumberbund? No, but the villain. Uh, uh, Moriarty. Moriarty, yeah. yeah. What's his name? He was Moriarty. Yeah, but yeah, no, they did like an because he was in, he's um, in Arc 2. I know that for a fact. He's in the animated series. So I guess it's a completely different thing. Because they definitely announced that he was definitely in Arc 2 and the animated series. That was two big things. Uh, he was also in, um, um, what was that Marvel, uh, Jessica Jones? Mm, mm, mm. I think Jessica Jones is probably one of the lesser known, or at least I think it's like not as big as like Daredevil and, uh, Iron so Fist. Why am I losing my mind here? Not. You're implying you had it to begin with. That's a good point. <laughs> oh, David Tennant. Oh yeah, him, yeah. No, you saw. Yeah, okay. You know, you're talking about the exact same thing I'm talking about. Yeah, that was announced yeah. two years ago. They already. Yeah. Well, it's been all uh, over recently that it's coming soon. Yeah, yeah, it should be coming soon. Yeah, because did announce. I've Very still got a clip from when I was watching it live. Because um, it was like they did an entire like five minute game trailer for Arc Two. And then a two-minute um, the animated series trailer for it right afterwards. It was, it was honestly, it was massive. Whoa. Bam Margera Flea's Rehab Center is reported missing. What? Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah. Um, Whoa. Huh? Canadian actor killed his mom then planned to kill Justin Trudeau. 
Um, um, <laughs> hey, hey, it's not just America. Even Canada's going insane. <laughs> Shit, man. Gourmet police? <laughs> he thought he was going to unlock some demon lord power by taking out his family first. Yeah. That's insensitive. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> but oh. I said it, and it's out there, and you guys heard me say it. Are you guys watching Obi-Wan? Oh, here and there, but I feel like I might be either an episode or two behind. If one came well, out today, I might be two behind. Episode 5 came out tonight. I haven't watched it, so I don't want to talk about spoilers because I don't of course. want to hear them. But You're so going to watch it with really uh, your impressed. wife? Yes, yes. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I, I'm really impressed. I like that they've gotten all the original actors. I'm really glad Hayden Christensen came back. I'm really glad that Ewan McGregor came back. I'm, I'm glad that everybody came back. I don't know why everybody was giving heat to the little girl who plays Princess Leia, but fuck you people. She is epic. Leave her alone. She is great. She is a sassy little bitch, just like Leia was in the in episode, uh, episode six or uh, four, right? Mm-hmm. Remember the first time, Vader? Fuck you, Vader. Like, all up in his face. He's a fucking Sith Lord who murdered half the galaxy, bitch. And you're just sassing his ass. Okay. And people Use like, your first oh, colors, I mean, do it. You know? Yeah, did yeah. you see some of the flack that the child actress got for being no. a sassy princess? I've it's just like, heard too many people bitch. giving them shit about using, like, a, a black female actress uh, for one of the um, investigators or whatever they're called. You know, they people were just hating on her, and they're like, oh, Star Wars, once again, is hiding behind diversity. And even, like, the people who had, like, Lucasfilms and whatnot are like, you know, they're in a galaxy far, far away where there's hundreds of other alien civilizations and just like you said mad uh, people need to grow the fuck up and stop putting their fucking prejudice lens on a, a work of fiction yeah well and, and that's the thing like here's here's the way i look at it okay racism the term racism in itself is a misnomer because we're all one race we're the human fucking race Right? So, realistically, racism only exists in Star Wars. And it has nothing to do with the color of your skin. You're either human, or you're a Redonian, or you're a fucking Twi'lek, or you're a fucking Hut, or you're... Right? You're another goddamn race! So, racism, to me, doesn't really exist on planet Earth. It's colorism. It's colorism. People are all upset over the same shit that grade school kids don't care about. So maybe the way that you put it, um, even the word racism itself could be a form of racism or prejudice. Because it's like, oh, then that just means that these, you know, other ethnic groups are a lower race or class, so that way I can... Even someone, okay, let's say you say something to me against my whiteness, right? And I say... The statement, you're being racist to me. I'm acknowledging that, that you think of me as a different species, and I'm granting that word just as much power as the bullshit racism you're spewing, right? Mm. So, so ignorance is going both ways. It's going both ways. And so people need to realize the words we use have power. When they take cursive out of schools, when they start dumbing down your kids, you need, as parents, to pick it up and teach them the truth. Words are very fucking important. I get on my 17-year-old and have since she was able to speak about her words. 
Say what you mean and mean what you say. Don't say kind of close to what you mean. Otherwise, what you mean is lost in translation and someone's got to wade through your bullshit to figure out the truth. Mm -hmm. Say what you mean directly. Mean what you say. Don't say anything you're not willing to back up. And don't back up anything you're not willing to say. It's that simple. And I've tried to say that to my daughter. I know you hate English and like... But you need to make it a very important part of your life. You don't know how many times ignorant people have said some shit and gotten caught up in some dumb shit because they said something a certain way. Yeah, or maybe someone might just think less of you because of the words that you're actually choosing to use when, you know, if you can know how to uh, speak better, um, then... You know, uh, you can actually get your point across, and then maybe it'll open up more doors instead of closing opportunities that should naturally be yours. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Cool. That's a nice little tangent right there. Um, yeah, um, speaking of waiting for bullshit, mm -hmm. Twitch. Yeah, go for it. You, t you take the point, AG. Let's go. Do it. Right, okay. I was going to take a drink, but I'll take my point instead. I'll take, um, take a so drink, please. Thank you. Um, so Twitch has revealed changes to how advertising and how the payouts for advertising will work on its platform for streamers. So before, the system we've got currently is where we've got a CPM model. So basically, we get paid a flat rate per 1,000 views on the ad. So if 1,000 people view the ad, we get a base rate of 350. For some of our streamers, some of the territories may change. I know, for example, for me, all three of my territories are 350 for Group A, B, and C, um, CPM. So we're going to, going to be changing that to turn it into a percentage. So rather than getting a base rate, you'll get a percentage of that ad. Mm. So obviously, it'll be variable. So some ads might pay more, some ads might pay less, and you've got no control over that because it's all being targeted and stuff like that. Um, so it'll be a percentage, it'll be 55 to the streamer, 45 to Twitch, uh, 45? Uh, no, I, you're I right. think I've got my math. You're 55 to the okay, streamer. Yeah, yeah. You're correct. Yeah, 55 to the streamer, 45 to Twitch. Well done, Twitch, for finally changing their fucking percentages in favor of the streamer. But there's a caveat. There is a massive caveat. They had introduced a feature not long ago called the Ads Manager which runs automated ads on your channel, which once it's enabled, you really can't disable it midstream. You get free snoozies, and the snoozies basically come back after an hour. Other than that, the ads are basically forced to run on your channel um, if you use up your snoozies. doesn't matter if there's something important going on, and you've got to use your Twitch dashboard. You can't manage it through a bot or anything like that. So if you're in the middle of a game, you're going to have to basically tap out of the game to snooze it, which is dumb. Mm -hmm. But... Essentially, in it, you can set up when you want to run all my ads. So you can run them every, like, 10 minutes for, like, a 30-second ad. Or you can run a, you know, you can run a one-and-a-half-minute ad, you know, every 30 minutes or stuff like that. There's also, like, you can run, like, a, you know, a three-minute ad every hour and stuff like that, which is what I had it set to. Yeah, so that way you can like kind that. of, like, opt out of the other ones that are just pre-rolled, but basically you set up the timer and then they go ahead and do it for you. So basically what happened with that, like, when I had it set up for three minutes of ads every hour, 
it would basically maximize the amount of pre-roll time that was disabled because it meant that pre-roll time would basically, the time I had occurred, would run out just after that ad was meant to run, meaning I basically was allocated an extra five minutes of pre-roll time. So if I snoozed an ad, for example, there'd be an extra five minutes I had to pre-roll time because pre-rolls were disabled if you ran ads. So now what we're doing is if you run at least three minutes of ads per hour, so basically the maximum number like, that you can, um, obviously there's over to the right-hand side, um, well, no, actually, that's a minimum amount of ads, sorry. That's a minimum amount of ads you can run on your channel. Yeah. Um, automated. They'll automatically start allocating you the new percentages. So you automatically get a new revenue share. They've not mentioned how it's going to work for people who do not run that. Oh, yeah, and also pre-rolls will completely be gone. Like, there won't be an accurate time anymore that you've got to manage and stuff like that. If you're in part of that program, they're just completely gone. No more pre-rolls if you're on the automated ads program. Um, which is good because, for example, at the start of a stream, pre-roll ads um, will always be enabled until the first ad runs, um, and uh, after that, like a buffer time. So that'll be completely gone. No more pre-rolls. They've not said how it's going to work for people who do not opt into the program, whether they're still going to be at a base rate or not. They've completely not mentioned anything about that. Um, they've not mentioned because they were saying that we're going to completely remove the flat rate. So. Do these people get paid for ads at all? Do these people just get nothing? What's happening with them? Do they also get a percentage, but it's a lower percentage? Um, as for people on kind of like the ads, what happens if you run more ads? What happens, you know, in scenarios when you have to snooze an ad? Does that affect your rating? And yeah, the percentage. Like, uh, can you get more than the estimated minimum exactly. if you go ahead and, you, you know? And not only that, but what but, are the estimated kind of payouts that we should be looking at to get a percentage from? You know, are we only getting 55% of fucking 80 cents? Or are we getting 55% of, like, five bucks? It, you know, right. how, how does it all work? Where's the math? Currently, I think the main caveat, though, is that they Twitch favor, you know beat I mean? it. Oh, sorry, I was cross-talking. Yeah, sorry. Um, I feel like the, the main caveat, though, is that they're hinging on the 1,000 views. So pretty much one VOD, either live or offline, has to have 1,000 views to even qualify for a payout from that particular stream. They've not said my... anything about that. The 1,000 views thing is completely gone. That's compl the CPM model is gone. That's it. It's going to be depreciated completely. There's no more of that, so it's always going to be a percentage. They've not said if it's going to work with CPM per thousand or not. No, that can st that's going to be a lot better um, because a, a lot of smaller content creators feels like this doesn't really benefit them. It only actually hurts them. At least that's yeah the general feedback uh, that people have already put out since I'm, Twitch started I ran a announcing this. I ran a small experiment for myself for three months. I said that I'll run yeah. the minimum amount of ads, so that's three minutes of ads every hour. So that means mm -hmm. I would constantly have no pre-rolls and there'd be ads, you know, every hour on the hour. So you'd meet the basic quota that they're expecting. Yeah, so I basically was already on the basic quota. So I ran that for three months to see how it affected my, you know, revenue in terms of ads. So I looked at, mm -hmm. like, kind of my ad, kind of how much I was making before that, how much I was making during, and how much, you know, I now make after I've disabled it. And yeah, to see if it's worth actually keeping the minimum or just saying fuck all. Yeah, so it's, it was curious because at the beginning, I was making about 20 cents more. But 
I paid the price for that, um, completely fucking annihilating my viewer numbers. Come, gone. Any hopes of you having viewers fucking shattered, annihilated, nuked from orbit, see you fucking later. You know what I mean? Yeah, unless they're like those that always will be there no matter what, but yeah. that's like a handful versus maybe 10, 15, 20 people. Exactly. And that means that your, the amount of money you're getting from the ads is gone. And I was actually having less revenue from the ads than I had before, like turning the ad manager on. So it's kind of that. So I'm not sure what we exactly expect. Hmm. And for myself, since I view Twitch as pretty much just like a hobby where I don't care if I make money from it, yeah. you know, um, I, I choose to cr try to keep those pre-rolled ads like off. And then if people want to sub, go for it. Or I even buy yeah. subs for my regular viewers just because, like, fuck it. Money laundering, let's go, baby. Let's uh, go. My well, IRS here's, agent. Here's an interesting announcement for gamers. Uh, I go just for saw it. this. This was announced 12 hours ago. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2 gets official DLC and closure 18 years later. People fucking going apeshit over that. That's big news. That's big fucking news, man. God damn. For a lot of people, that was actually their favorite um, Star Wars game. Cotter 2. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, that's quite massive. And other news as well in terms of gaming. Um, it seems that Call of Duty games are coming to Steam. Oh, hmm. shit. Yeah, they're coming back. With, uh, Modern Warfare 2... Um, the remake um, is officially now on Steam for pre-order, um, which makes it, which basically marks the first Call of Duty game to return since their last one, which I believe was World War Two. After which they went over to Battle.net. It's still being sold on Battle.net as well, but it's also being sold on Steam, where currently it's on the number one top seller list, and even though it's on pre-order. It's currently sitting up on top of the charts for bestseller. Fuck yeah. So, better for gamers, because that means that they could possibly play on the Steam Deck too. Of course, and uh, maybe even cross-platform. Man, oh man, what a great, great night. We've had some great topics tonight, I think, man. Um, I just kind of want to end a little bit talking about a few things upcoming. Uh, if people aren't watching The Boys, new season that is out is phenomenal. Uh, if you like superhero movies but want them to be normal assholes like the rest of us, check out The Boys. Really good. Uh, we also have Umbrella Academy coming out with season three soon. Uh, I've heard good things about that. Oh, it's fucking amazing. Um, for you anime lovers. Uh, July 5th, Overlord, bitches. Overlord. Yeah. Oh, baby. Oh, it's gonna be I don't know how I'm going to feel waiting for episodes instead of being able to binge watch them, though. If you got, like, one episode a few weeks, you know? I know. It's so tough, but... Yeah. Hey, it's Overlord. It's uh, worth it. Yep. I mean, back when I was into watching Initial D, when I was, like, thoroughly caught up with it, they would have, like, two episodes come out every three months. So I would watch yeah. two episodes, and then I would wait, and then two episodes, and then, like, fuck me. It was worth it, though. Initially, it's still one of my favorite all-time series and movies. See, I'm kind of already used to that, because always the Better Call Saul, 
you know, they were releasing weekly, so I had to fucking wait every single week to know what happened next, so... It burns. Honestly, it <laughs> burns. You're sitting there sleepless and they're just like, is he going to die? Is he not going to die? What's going to happen? Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Did you get that email? A new episode of Better Cross Owl is out at like 2am? Like a uh, oh. computer. Save me. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, this, uh, we've got a lot of good uh, movies coming out uh, this year. We've got a lot of shows uh, bringing new seasons that are all phenomenal. Uh, it's a great time to stay inside and tell your neighbors to eat shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And actually, the fact that um, Amazon Prime has movies like maybe a couple months after they're already out, I yeah. get good quality theater versions without much wait time at all. I just stream it for the most that part. That is literally the only reason why I pay for fucking HBO Max. Mm. Yeah, they don't have a lot, but when they have it, it's good. So, uh, but yeah, guys, don't forget, uh, we want your feedback. We want your communication. We want your connection. We want your conversation. We want you to come join us on Discord. And you can do that by going to bit.ly forward slash ly Matt, you, you gotta say the last word. Let's try this again. You gotta go to bit.ly The Mad Lads Podcast, and you must capitalize. T-P-M. Basically all the first letters. And come join us. And come come poke your head into our general chat. Tell us how much you hate us, how much you love us, how much you think we're stupid. We like all that shit. We love it all. We want the hate. We want the love. We want, uh, we want you to tell us why you think we're stupid. Why you think our ideas are retarded. Give us give us some discussion. Give us some feedback. And take that feedback and that discussion and go have discussion with your wife, your kids, your brothers, your sisters. That's what we want, guys. So we love having you every single week. We thank you for joining us. You guys got anything out there? Uh, my head's empty. Go ahead. Yeah! Mmm, good stuff. And it tastes good, too. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to send us each private messages, random gifts on our walls, we're going to tell you where to do that. Uh, you can find mine at... Um, uh, on Facebook, I'm Hatter Durant. On uh, Twitter, uh, you can find me also as Hatter Durant or Mad Hatter And. And then on Twitch, it's twitch.tv backslash Mad Hatter And. You can find AG at Yep, and if you're interested in any of my long hair shenanigans, uh, you can either find me on twitch.tv forward slash x click it x. Uh, my community is 18 plus. Uh, I stream a variety of stuff, pretty much whatever I'm into. My last stream, I was just taking random images from the Dali 
word generator and just turning them into random Twitch emotes for the fun of it. Just to show people how easy it is to make transparent backgrounds and that you really shouldn't be scared about getting your hands dirty. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at at sign and then Theo Rules, T-H-E-O, like Theodore, and then R-U-L-E-Z. Uh, once again, my community is 18+, plus, so, you know, you might see some lewd art uh, that I'm a fan of at the time, or maybe I'm sharing my friend's streams, or what I ate five minutes ago. So, and yeah, go and check me out. Go ahead. Find the three of us on all sorts of platforms. So maybe you're watching or listening to us on Spotify or listening to us on Apple, but your friend doesn't have an an Apple product. He can find us on many places. We're on 13 different platforms, including soon to be on a brand new platform that you guys should really get into. I'm going to hand that over to Mr. AG. Yeah, so... So that is Wisdom Podcasts. They are currently implementing a feature where we'll be the headlining podcast where you'll be able to listen to us on there through their app. And what Wisdom is, it's basically an app for podcasters or listeners to essentially have conversations with each other and kind of like a speed dating format. So you can start talks about a certain topic and you can join into them and you've got about five minutes to talk about it or you can start your own talk or and join other people's talks. It's definitely an amazing app. And if you want to join yourself, make sure to go to joinwisdom.audio forward slash AG developer. And our podcast will be coming to there soon in an app update that will be pushed to both Apple and Google devices. And as soon as we have that date, we will let you guys know that as well. Again, thank you guys. We're going to get out of here. Uh, we're going to let the uh, pilots take us down. Remember. Thank you for flying with us. Take what you, what you heard here and spread it amongst those you care about. Keep safe. Keep happy. Keep till next week. Bye, guys. As we come into approach, I want to thank you for flying with Mad Lads. Uh, we have enjoyed your company, and we wish you well on your journey through life. We hope to see you again at the Mad Lads Podcast.